the name of the Lord Jesus. We thank you. Thank you so much for the gift of life, for the privilege that you have given us. As we sit down with your word, thank you that we are enlightened. Our hearts and our minds are ready to receive. Thank you that we do not live here the same. Speak to us, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Oh, amen. 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 All right. Get some notebooks and your pens. Sir. I want to start a teaching series on prayer, right? On prayer. Because I, I remember during our three days of dry fasting, during our three days of fasting, just last two weeks, I believe, we, I touched on prayer, but I did not go deeper into it. It was just a brush off. And I realized we pray a lot. <laughs> but how and what is prayer? How is prayer said and how is prayer offered? And what is prayer? You see, but I want to start somewhere. So this will be part one. We will be, I trust the Lord that you'll be able to, you know, go into all the parts and depths of the school of prayer. But let me start by saying this. God's ultimate mind towards everything is his word. God's ultimate mind towards everything and anything is his word. God cannot make you anything outside his word. And you see, regardless whatever is declared over you, if it is outside the boundaries of scripture, <laughs> it is nothing. For example, I was talking to a dear, um, you know, a friend, he's a pastor, and we are having this conversation. In the conversation, it came up like, who has ever heard a man of God or a man of God say, I see the spirit of Elijah coming on someone. Who has heard that statement before? Who has heard that statement before? Who has? If you have, you put up your hands so I know you have. And how true is that statement? I know sometimes, you know, we, uh, you know, the men of God mean well. They mean well, they mean no harm when they say that. But because it is outside the reconciliation of truth in Scripture, it, it, it falls to the ground. It, it becomes void. Because if I tell you, I see the spirit of Elijah coming on you, what happened to the Holy Spirit you received? When you read the New Testament, did you ever see anywhere, anywhere, the last person, the spirit of Elijah, even he, the spirit of Elijah did not come upon him. The Bible said he came in the similitude of the spirit of Elijah. Who was it? John the Baptist. And Jesus Christ, our Lord, said that the least in the kingdom is greater than John the Baptist.
the law and the prophets wanted to see the days of the Christ. But guess what? We in the days of the Christ are still calling for the spirit that was upon them. You see, there is no reconciliation of truth there. You see, there is no reconciliation of truth there. Can God, can God invigorate you to a certain lens? Or can God, you know, position you in a certain lens to, to see as though the spirit of Elijah? Yes, God can. But it is not scriptural reconciliated truth that the spirit of Elijah will rest on you. No. Open to the Holy Ghost. Open to the gifts of the Holy Ghost. Open to the fruits of the Holy Spirit. What happened to it? So sometimes in the sincerity of our hearts, we voice out errors. And you see, because of what is voiced out, the words fall onto the ground. If God would raise a prophet in our days, right? Oh, I can tell you, oh, the Lord is going to make you a prophet. You see, I see the spirit of a prophet on you. You will prophesy like Elijah. That one is different. I'm giving you a picture of what your uh, office is. I'm giving you a picture. But if I tell you that the spirit of Elijah is coming onto you, it's not scripturally accurate. Are you all with me? Are you all with me? Yes, are you are you understanding this? Yes, are you understanding this? Yes, exactly. The highest manifestation of God is not a vision you saw, it is his word you encountered. The highest manifestation of God is not a vision. We don't live by dreams and visions. No. The reconciliation of our work with God is in the boundaries of Scripture. Listen, if you see a vision, even if you see Jesus Christ, our Lord himself, and when Jesus appears unto you, whatever he says is not agreement is with whatever is written in the Bible, it wasn't Jesus you met. And see, you are not far from Deception, if your, your work with God is characterized by experiences, you are not far from deception. But if you are able to reconcile your experience with the truth of Scripture, Divine you are in truth. I am in truth. I am in truth. I am in truth. You are in truth. Are you all with me, please? Are you all with me? So, be guided and understand that you see you begin to pray and you are praying as you are praying you are praying you are praying it is like you have entered into something that been something that was happening to you whatever is happening to you if it is not explained by scripture and affirmed by scripture check again are you all with me please are you all with me so for example you begin to pray and you are shaking, you are shaking, you are shaking. And you are shaking and shaking and shaking. Is it in scripture? Yes. When Jesus was on the Mount of Transfiguration, what happened? The Bible said the countenance of his fashion began to change. Something visibly happened when he was praying. Hmm. 
Once again, I want to state and state again, the highest manifestation of God is not vision. It's not encounters. It's his word. Are you with me? Are you with me? Exactly. I want to share a few things with you. In, in Matthew chapter number 13, verse number 8, the book of Matthew chapter 13, verse 8, Jesus, our Lord, spoke concerning the parable of the sower in Matthew 13. But I want us to pay attention to the latter part. Matthew 13, verse number 8. Oh, Barakidabra and the son He says, but some, but other fell into good ground. So we all know what's, what happened. He's, what Jesus our Lord is talking about. He's talking about the power of the sower. So the sower went forth to sow, you know, some of the seed. Jesus began to give a description of the type of soil the seed fell into. The type of soil the seed fell into. But in the verse 8, it says, But other fell into good ground. And in the good ground that the seed fell into, look at what happened. He says, and brought forth fruit, some an hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. The seed fell on the good ground, but the result of the good grounds were not the same. In the scripture. The result of the good ground was all the same. So when the word of God is planted, always remember this. The word of God is a seed. Whenever it's shared, whenever you read your Bible, whenever you begin to study the scriptures, whenever you begin to open your Bible and you begin to read, what is happening is that there is an implantation of seed in your heart. There is what? An implantation of seed. It says, but some fell on the good ground, and began to bring forth fruits, some a hundred, some at sixty, some at thirty. Oh, Bavina Siki Brandeska Pelenosku Brahanda. You know, one time I was talking to Angel. I was asking her, Angel, have you been listening to the messages? And she was like, Yes, sir, I have. I said, Do you understand it all? He just said, There was some of them I couldn't really understand. I'm like, don't worry, just keep listening. Why couldn't she understand? Paul said, I gave unto you milk, but you were not ready. He says, you are not even ready for bones yet. I gave to you milk. You were not ready for milk. So how much more would you be ready for bones? You see, when the word of God is shared, when the word of God is being broken forth, when the word of God, you hear God's word, the place of the reconciliation where the word will take effect is in your heart. The ground to which the seed must fall is the ground of your heart, not your mind. And because many of those people have received God's word in their mind, they have not been able to step into the truth of the fruits that the word of God must bear in their life. Must the word of God bear fruit? Yes, of course. Let's look at Hebrews chapter 4. Let's start from verse 1. The book of Hebrews chapter number 4, verse 1. 
Hebrews chapter 4. Let's start from verse 1. Thank you, my father. Today, I want to preach the shortest message I've ever preached. Less than one hour. Sharp, 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 sharp. Less than one hour. I'll say this then. Two hours later. Anyways, I hope everyone can hear me. And I hope you are. And I hope you are enjoying the message. Yes, please, sir. Please, sir. You have to. He says, let us therefore feel lest a promise be left us of entering into his rest. Any of you should seem to come short of it. Look at it. It is for unto us was the gospel preached, as well, as well as unto them. Now he's comparing two separate entities who heard God's word. Look at it. He's comparing two separate entities who heard God's word. He said, for unto us was the gospel preached, as well as unto them. Who was the them? He was talking about the people Moses brought out of Egypt. So he's comparing the church Jesus saved and the church Moses saved. Are you with me? He said, For unto us was the gospel preached, as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them. Not being messed with faith in them that heard it. In the scripture, he says, For unto us. For it was unto us, you and I was the gospel preached, as well as unto them. But the word did not what the word is prophets them. And today you will be so surprised that many of God's people hearing God's word day and night do not the word do not profit them as well. We have also entered into the category of the church Moses saved. Why? Because there is no prophet of God's word. The seed is always sown. Some of the seed will hit a rocky ground. There will be no prophets. Some of the seed would hit the ground. And when it begins to even grow, nearly to the stage of where it should bring forth fruit, the Bible says, and tears will begin to choke it. It will never bear fruit. The word preached unto them did not profit them. Oh my goodness. So the word of God cannot work sometimes. The word of God cannot. Look at it is the absoluteness of his power. The word of God, which cannot fail, cannot work in some people's life. Why? I want us to look at a few reasons why the word of God do not profit some. Now remember Hebrews chapter 4, the one we just read. Can sir, can you share the screen again? Let's look at it again. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 1. Come in. Oh, thank you, my father. He says, Let us therefore fear, lest a promise be left us of entering into his rest. Any of you should come short of it. <laughs> so the word of God is there, but you can come short of it. And not only would you come short, he says, For unto us was the gospel preached, as well as unto them. But the word preached did not have any effect, it did not profit them. There are some people, they have heard God's word, they have been at the closest family, but it's like the word is happening, nothing is happening in their life. They are just hearing it and hearing it. Why is it not profiting them? Why does the word of God not profit some people? 
The first answer is there. So the first answer to our question, why, is the, the first answer is unbelief. Unbelief. That same Hebrews chapter 4. We're not done. We'll stay, we'll stay there for a while. Hebrews chapter 4. Let's start starting from verse 1. Oh, thank you, my father. Thank you, Lord. Your word profits me. Thank you, my father. He says, let us have off here. And the verse 2 says, For to us was the gospel to us, unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being missed. With what? Faith. Not being missed. Not being seed in faith. It was not what missed with faith. What does unbelief mean? Now, let me explain what unbelief means. You can end the screen share. Let me share what unbelief means. Now, the word unbelief is simple. It means they did not receive and accept the word. That's all. So when the Bible said that not being missed with faith, how does how does how, how does it what what does it say? They did not receive the word. They did not accept the word. So the word of God can be shared to you. But because you did not accept it, you have uttered in unbelief. Are you with me? That's why we have unbelievers. Because you preach, for example, you go for soul winning. And you, you told someone, oh, Jesus loves you. Don't tell me about Jesus. He's just a conspiracy theory. You have said the word because he did not accept it. It has made him what? An unbeliever. And you see, that is the state of many people in Russia today. I told them, I have given unto you all things that pertain to life and godliness. They will still go and pray, God, can we come and do this, God? God? Do this for me. God, do this for me. And in their heart and in their mind, they think God should come and do it with let them do it. You are actually unbelief. Because if you know what he has said, you know what he has said. The lesson is to accept what he has said. Accept it. So he says, by his stripes you are healed. You are not feeling well. Instead of you to be able to accept that you are healed, they'll still go to God. God, come and heal me. <laughs> did, did you see that? God, come and heal me. They'll still go to God in prayer. I see God is a wicked God. But he said by his stripes, you are healed. But because you are not able to accept the truth that you are healed, you still go to him to come and heal. He says, the word did not profit them because it was not missed with faith. It was not received in faith. They did not accept it as it came. For example, one of the most interesting... When I was studying, some time ago, you know, I was studying the book of Exodus, and it, it, it puzzled me. Moses just brought these people of Israel, they crossed, they just crossed the Red Sea. God has done amazing, he has parted the Red Sea for them to cross. They just crossed the Red Sea, which one? They didn't get anywhere. They didn't get anywhere. That's what they said. And they wanted to eat. 
right? God just parted the Red Sea. Listen, they, they walked in the middle of the sea. The sea parted for them to walk through. Immediately they go to the end. They wanted to eat. You Moses, you are very wicked. Let us going to come and die. Just walked see, you are still fighting Moses that is wicked and he brought you out to come and die. What's wrong with you? Like, if you want you to die, why would you not die at the Red Sea? And guess what? When you when you were parting, when you were working in the Red Sea, Pharaoh and the Egyptians were still following you. Why didn't they catch up to you? If he brought you to die, not being messed with faith, they could not accept. That is what unbelieving means. Unbelieving cannot accept what is shared with them. It sounds too good to be true. And that is the gospel. The gospel sounds too good. People cannot accept it. Can you tell me on your videos, please? Tell me on your videos. Can you tell me on your videos? How many people are still active and are listening? How many people are still active and listening? You're participating and you're being blessed. Yeah, that's good. That's good. At least I know people are listening, which is very good. And you are writing notes, right? Very effective. Very effective. Not being missed with faith. Not being missed with faith. You just saw, you just parted and walked in the middle of a sea. You go to the end and you are fighting the one who brought you out of bondage, telling him you wanted. You see, one time they told Moses, it is better you left us there. How ungrateful can you be? Not being missed with faith. So when God's word is communicated unto us, what do we do? We might just receive it as it is. We must accept it as it is. Jesus said, I love you. If you love me, why did this happen? It is a truth. You see, it is a truth. Let's look at Mark chapter 9. Verse number 14. So we read from verse 14 to 23. Okay. In the book of Mark chapter 9. So many believers in the church. God's word says this. They just can't accept why he says it. They still go to God in prayer. Let's look at something. Mark chapter 9, starting from verse 14. Starting from verse 14. You can read it for me. Thank you, my father. Please, uh, thank you very much for the opportunity. Mark 9, verse 14. Please, mm -hmm. can, can you all hear me? Yes, yes. Mark 9, verse 14. And when he came to the when he came to his disciples, he saw a great multitude about them. And the scribes questioning with them. And straight away all the people, when they beheld him, were greatly amazed and running to him to and running to him saluted him. And he asked the scribes, What question ye you with them? And one of the multitude answered and said, Master, I have brought unto thee my son, which hath a dumb spirit. And wheresoever he taketh him, he teareth him, and he foameth, he foameth, and gnasheth with his teeth, 
and pin it away. And I speak to the, and I speak to my disciples that they should cast him out, and they could not. He answered, he answered him and said, O fitness generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him unto me. Keep scrolling. It's up to verse 23. Please keep scrolling. And they brought him unto him. And when he saw him straight away, the spirit tear him. And he fell on the ground and wallowed for men. And he asked his father, How long is it ago since this came unto him? And he said, Of a child. And oftentimes it had cast him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him. But if thou canst do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believe it. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, let's look at verse 22 and verse 23 in the NIV. And as, as, as the story is going on, imagine in your mind, like, like create a movie scene of Jesus, you know, in your mind, this particular scene in your mind, okay? Let's look at the NIV of the verse 22. It has often thrown him into fire. Thank you, Piki, for reading. Or water to kill him. But if you can, listen to what the dad said to Jesus. Listen to what the dad said. But if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. And look at Jesus' response. If you can, <laughs> if you can, and look at this. Jesus said, everything is possible for one who believes. If you can, let me squeeze it. I have, I have a theory. It could be true, right? I have a theory in the scripture that the disciples were not able to cast out the demon because the father did not believe. Oh, you faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? When the son, that Jesus will cast out the demon from the son, but when he came, he didn't know Jesus, he knew the disciples. The disciples did everything. Ouch! The demon was still laughing. Out, 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 out. The demon was not going. And I want you to see something interesting that happened there. When they brought the child to Jesus, the Bible said, when the child saw Jesus, the spirit tear him apart. He began to go back and forth. And Jesus now stopped addressing the spirit. Jesus spoke to the father. So the issue was not even the child or the spirit. The issue was the father. Are you with me? The issue was the father. Was, listen to the theory the father brought to Jesus. He says, Jesus then asked the father, how long has this been? And he says, since he was, he was but a child. And Jesus said, he went on to say, the man went on to say that, if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. When you were coming, who do you think you were coming to? And when you go there, what has been the report of the one you came to? Does he cast out the voice? Yes. Does he know the same? Yes. Why do you tell him if he can? I believe. And guess what? That is the state of many people in the church today. 
They still go to God, assuming can God do this for me. If you know you can't, why are you doing it? Why? You see, so all women is not accepting who Jesus is and what his word says about him. When believing. And what was the state of this father? This father could not accept that his son could be healed. Exactly why? Exactly so. He could not just accept. I refuse not to accept. I will always accept. <laughs> I, I told you you say that for yourself. I refuse not to accept. Um, I will always accept. If God's word says this, then I am this. Regardless what I see in my life, I am this. <laughs> if God's word says, who God bless, no one cares. Like, take me to the ends of the world and curse me. If God says I'm blessed, that curse will not work. If I accepted that truth to the many believers, you see, because he says, The Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want protection, is not something I will lack. My food is not something I will lack. I will always eat before I sleep. There will always be food for me. So, what if there is no food? I believe that He is my shepherd, and my shepherd provides. You have to accept, you have to accept, you have to be, you know, appealing to accept that truth. Because his word is truth. His word is a reality. It's not a strong book. It is a truth. It's not, you know, a, a novel. Where's Tracy? Tracy shared a wonderful testimony with me within the week. You know, she told me that she was trusting the Lord to provide for her school fees. This week, the school fees have been paid. And what is it about God? He has said that the provider will provide, and the provider has provided. If you can believe. That's what Jesus told the Father. Sorry. That's what Jesus told the Father. If you can believe, if you can believe, okay, what are you believing? You are believing the word. So the first answer to our question, why the word of God do not profit some people, is a state of unbelieving. If God can get you to believe, he can make everything out of you. That's why he took Abraham and showed him the stars, of the, uh, the stars in the heavens. And he told Abraham that if the stars of the heavens can be counted, so shall your seas be counted. He took him to the sun, um, to the seashore. He says that if the seashore can be numbered, so shall your, your, your descendants can be numbered. He was casting the vision upon them. When God's word comes to you, God's word casts the vision upon you. It is up to you to accept that vision that was casted onto you. And when you accept it, the next thing is to act it. When you accept it, the next thing is what? Act it. That is believing. So in this way, say that whoever believes in him is saved. I am saved. My description is not in my sin. My description is in what he said I am saved. Is anyone with me? Are you with me, please? Yes, let's look at Mark Let's look at Mark chapter 7, verse number 13. The book of Mark, chapter number 7, verse 13.
Mark 7, verse 13. Look at this. Hmm. Okay. Uh, PK read it for us. Now, Kofijuma, can you hear me? Now, Kofijuma, are you here? Can you hear me? Michael. Now, Kofijuma, can you hear me? Okay, Boateng, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Boateng, read verse 13 for us. Mark 7, 13. Mark chapter, Mark 13. That you know, Mark 7. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. That you know the word of God by that you have handled down, do many things that. Verse Amazing. 14. Thank you very much. No, no, just the verse 13. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much. He says, as you magnify the word of God, by your tradi traditions that you have handed down. So the next reason why the word of God do not work is because of traditions. Let's look at that same scripture in the NIV. Mark 7 verse 13 in NIV. Mark 7 13 NIV. Oh, thank you, precious Jesus. Mark 7 verse 13 NIV. <clears throat> Oh, it was in the NIV. All right, then let's look at the KJV. Oh, thank you, Jesus. And she, he says, making the word of God of none effects. Look at it, making the word of God, making the word of God of none effects through your traditions, none effects, none effects. And that translation says, making the word of God void. In the screen share. Making the word of God of none effects. So when the word of God is shed onto you, it is none effect. It is not effective in your life. What does, it says, because of your traditions. What are traditions mean? Now, I wrote this down and I, let me show you to you. Traditions are the bulletproofs that shows the word of God from penetrating. Traditions are the bulletproof that shows the word of God from penetrating. So many people, they'll keep hearing God's word. They'll keep hearing God's word. But because there is a certain tradition, regardless the word being shared, the word will be shared, it will come straight and hit that tradition called the bulletproof. It, will, it can't penetrate. It can't penetrate. The word of God said in Colossians chapter 1, he says he, he has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. But today, so today, many of God's people believe that there are some ancestral curses that can hold them back. Let's look at Colossians 1 verse 13. Let's look at something there. Colossians 1 verse 13. The book of Colossians, KJV. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Colossians 1, verse 13. Look at it. Who had delivered us? He not just delivered us from darkness. No. He has delivered us from the power. That is the truth. Darkness had power, but he has delivered us from the power. 
Don't take darkness. It's delivered from the power. So there is no reason why you should be darkness again. Because the power is what you were delivered from. Look at it. Who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us? We are being. Our estate has been changed. He has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. This is a truth. This is our life. So when we are, it's in the kingdom of his dear son. It is, it is our life. It is our truth. We are in the, in the kingdom of God's son. In the kingdom of God's son. Yeah. I want to say it again. I'm in the kingdom of God's son. I'm in the kingdom of God's son. I am in the kingdom of God's son. He has translated us from the realm and the power of darkness. That is the truth about you today. Many, many of God's people cannot accept that they have been delivered. They still pray against <laughs> any power of darkness from their father's family that is hunting them. Choose to, choose to believe God's word. Choose to accept it as it is and act it as it is. Are you with me? Are you with me? Are you with me? Yes, please. Sir. Amazing. He says, making the word of God of none effects. So the word of God will come. But because you have still believed, because you have still believed that there is a certain power because you have still believed that there is something else holding your life back, you are not able to accept the truth that is coming to you. That shouldn't be your life. Whoever you are, just lift up your hands. I have a lot to share on this one, but this is just part one. I don't want to keep on going. This is just part one. God willing, from next week, we are going to continue. So today, just so I know you were listening, what was the first one? Why does the God, the word of God do not profit um, some people. What was the first one? Unbelief. Because of the state of unbelief. Oh, say it out loud. I want to hear you. What, what was the first one? Because of the state, because of the state, of, the state of unbelief. Amazing. What was number two? Because of traditions. Because of traditions. So from today, from today, when you receive God's word, and God's word is shared. Remember, this is the absoluteness of his being. This is a truth. It is not a fallacy. So when you receive God's word, when you open your Bible and you begin to read, you see the Lord is my light and my salvation. Accept it. And when you walk, walk under the consciousness, not in the consciousness, walk under the consciousness. What is my light and my salvation? Yes, ago I saw a scripture. Let me show you. Let me show you. The book of Jude, verse, I think verse 20. No, no, verse, let's start from verse 17. Jude 17. Jude is only one chapter. So Jude chapter 1, verse 17, okay? <laughs> so random verse. Yes, ago I saw this scripture. I saw this scripture. Uh, who's scrolling? Go to verse 24. Oh, yes, it's in verse 24. Look at it. Look at Jude 1 24. It says, But unto him that's able to keep you from 
No, someone read it for me. Read it for me. Read it for me. Kadabrand the first certain name. Read it. Oh, go ahead. Yes, read it for please. me. Yes, please. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Jude 24. He says, Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy to the only one. Unto him. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling. So I can walk my Christian life without falling. Because he is able to keep me from falling. I trust to believe and accept it. And it's been amazing few years of working with God. I've seen it. Amazing few seconds. I like to say few seconds. Because I've never really reached minutes of working with God. I've just been to him. Who is able to what keep you from falling? That is what God is able to do. He says, and present you faultless. So on the day that Jesus our Lord returns, I'll be presented to God faultless without any fault. Why? God kept me from falling. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Speak in tongues. Name of the Lord Jesus. All right, I want just three people. All right, just three people. Tell me where you learned from today. The recording can end. The recording can end. Thank you. Those are those listening. Hold on, hold on. Those listening to the podcast, if you, you've listened to this point, and maybe you have never accepted Jesus as your Lord, and you sense the conviction to receive Him as your Lord. I want you to say this prayer with me. Say, Dear God, thank you for sending Jesus to die on the cross because of me. Today, I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. Behold, all things are new. I am a child of God. I have eternal life in my spirit. I am saved in Jesus' name. Amen. If you listened to this and you prayed this prayer with me, uh, I want you to get in touch with whoever sent you the recording to listen to. Or maybe you just chanced on it to listen to it. I want you to send us an email at theclosetfamily, theclosetfamily at gmail.com. Your life will never be the same. God bless you for listening. <laughs>